the reason that I wanted to make my collection sustainable is just because I know, because I've seen how important I guess it is. Hello everyone, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Impact Fashion Podcast. I am Chidabem and I'm so happy to be back producing the podcast. Before 2021 closes out, I wanted to share a mini series called Fashioned in Lockdown that I recorded during the summer with four fashion graduates. The series features fashion students Tin Weng, Lucy Mitchell, Anna Watson, and Lara Frank, as they share their experience of studying and creating in the pandemic and during lockdowns, and how each of them approach centering sustainability in their graduate collection. So without further delay, here is Anna's episode. It was Anna's voice you heard at the start. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Just tell me a little bit about your collection. So obviously I made my whole collection in my bedroom this year, which was not what I expected. That kind of shaped what influenced me. So last summer I was kind of in lockdown trying to think of some inspiration and trying to decide what I was going to do my collection about. Um, And I actually asked my brother, who is very clever, if he knew any like weird historical things that I could research. Um, And he told me about this subculture called um, Les Incroyables et Merveilleuses. Hope I didn't picture that. After the first French Revolution, there was like obviously turmoil and everything changed. And they changed the way that they dressed in a very big way. And they wanted to look very extravagant and kind of stand out um, as a subculture. So I thought about that and I drew parallels between that and what's happening now with the pandemic, with all the protests, especially last summer. And I was looking at how we should change hopefully without that kind of revolution. But, you know, everything needs to change and what is fashion going to look like after that? What was it like creating in the pandemic? Um, It was really hard. Yeah, we kind of ended up just having to do it all on our own and not rely on lectures. There wasn't a lot of support and I was literally just sitting at a sewing machine in my bedroom all day. It was so dark outside and so cold. But I did really like what I was doing for probably the first time in my uni career I think just because I I had so much time to work on it I kept pushing myself and I kept doing more and more and I ended up loving it but I lived and breathed my collection for the whole year it made people you know push outside their comfort zone a lot I was supposed to do this print I was going to do it at uni it was a really big part of my collection it was like a really fun colorful print And I'd sampled it all because first semester we had been allowed into our workshops to 12. So I had sampled this print and then second semester came around in January and we were told we weren't getting into uni at all, which obviously came as a shock to the uni and to everyone. So I decided to do potato printing, (laughs) which sounds mental, but it worked really, really well. And it's one of those things where I would never, ever have done a potato print in my final collection otherwise. Talk us through the, pr- the process of actually creating the collection. I looked at transitional objects like baby blankets. So there it's where you have an object that kind of symbolizes your relationship with someone or symbolizes comfort for you. So with baby blankets, they're a symbol of the mother and if the mother's not there, they smell like the mom or, you know, whatever. And people get so attached to them. 
and they get kind of personalized by little stains and rips and stuff. So that's what inspired me to make my collection um, all reversible and adaptable so that people could make these little changes to make it special to them. I wanted to build in as much meaning as I could. And that's where the baby blankets that I used uh, as a fabric came into it as well. What were some of the things that you learned about yourself or designing through that process or maybe even through university that you were kind of surprised by? I definitely learned how hard working I am, not to sound conceited. When I'm passionate about something, I just really do obsess about it. But this year I learned to take breaks and it was so nice. Like I do put so much pressure on myself, but I'm trying my best to kind of take some of that off. And as well, I actually, weirdly, when I was making this collection, um, I did a lot of like draping and experimentation with fabrics. Um, I cut up some stuffed animals, got very weird, so many strange things. But when I looked at it after it was made, I was like, I can see so many design features I've used in this that I have used before and you can kind of like trace back the signature style to like first year and it is like it's this subconscious thing but it was nice I guess I kind of I found my style and it is it's like gathers and drawstrings and fun little technical elements and so what next it's so funny because I remember when I when I first graduated and like the su- for the for the whole summer everyone was just everyone's just like oh like what are you gonna do next <laughs> and it's just like please leave me alone with the what next thing I keep asking people who have just graduated and then I'm like oh wait a minute when people ask me that it really stresses me out I need to stop doing it but I don't know I don't mind because I like getting to say oh you know I'd like to work for like a small brand and blah 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 what is kind of your hope for yourself as you go into fashion? I would really like to work for like a small sustainable brand, sustainable luxury maybe. But in some ways that is a bit of a pipe dream. And if I can find a design job in London, I will be really happy to just be able to like live off doing something that I love. My dream designer to work for would be Bethany Williams. I'm obsessed with her. So if you're listening, Bethany... <laughs> Someone who shares my values would be so cool, but I also do need to eat, so I might have to sell my soul a little bit. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed Fashion in Lockdown. The plan is to do more things like this in 2022. So if you have any ideas or you would like to be interviewed or participate in some way, then do do feel free to get in touch. I am on Instagram at Impact Fashion UK. Same on Twitter, even though I don't use it that often. Um, But do definitely get in touch and hopefully see you in 2022 for season two.